It's called The Conversation, dude. said about Adam, him and his stories. I mean, they were his I, I listened to Ram Dass, you know, 12 times over, you know, a 12-hour lecture for 12, 12, 15 times. You, you know what I mean? I, I really don't mind hearing the same stories over and over again. A good story is a good story. Dude, love stories. Dude, if you love stories so much, why don't you fucking carve out a hole in the story, dude? And just go to town. Go to Ram, go to Ram Town. You know what I'm saying, bro? That's... Carve a hole in the story and go to go Ram, to Ram Town. town. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to Conversations. <laughs> you introduce it. You introduce Welcome it. to Conversations for Our Grandkids, a new podcast starring uh, the hot new comedy stand-up king, Seamus Millar. That's right. Kings of comedy, baby. We're back. And the uh, bum off the streets that the awesome comedy stand-up guy found last night, Adam George. Dude, you should introduce Me. the show every time, dude. You're doing a great job. Thanks. I think it's accurate. <laughs> Adam George, everybody. Woo! Oh, man, he's doing the Ric Flair over there. So what's One up, of his James? sons is going to die in a terrible accident. Whoa. Um, wow. Prophecy. Sorry, we're just, hey, you know, we're just getting off to a great start. So if we ever meet Ric Flair, he'll know these guys aren't afraid to go there. <laughs> <laughs> we, should just, we should just write, like, tweet at Ric Flair. Ric Flair, at Ric Flair, we ain't afraid to go there. We ain't even, we ain't even, for, <laughs> hey, hashtag dead son. God damn, dude. dude. we're ribbing him, dude. We're ribbing him. It's just a rib, man. Oh, we're, just, man. we're just joking around so with the champ. I went to see uh, Joe Rogan on Friday. You know this. How, how was that, man? It was really good, man. It was really fucking good. I was actually surprised because, first of all, I watched his stand-up on YouTube. I'm a, I'm a fan of his podcast, mostly. Um, and I would say... No offense to Joe Rogan, but I'm mostly a fan because of the guests that he has on. But I'm also a fan of his. So I was like, "Damn, at Joe Rogan, we're not afraid to go there." Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag guests. Hashtag, I only bit. like your guests. Um, I only like your guests. But no, I do like Joe Rogan as well. So it was it was cool. Jasmine got me a tick or got us both tickets for like a Christmas present. Anyway, what I was realizing was, so he had um, he brought Ian Edwards, who's uh, uh, like a touring professional comedian in his own right, you know, who just opening for Joe because why the fuck not? But they also had this amateur comedian open up for them, and she was on Kill Tony, the the other st- uh, podcast where amateur stand-ups do a minute and they get um, feedback from professional comedians. And I have to say, dude, she wasn't really that fucking funny. She really wasn't that funny. Damn, shots fired, Shots man. fired. Poor girl. I mean, no, 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 not poor girl. She, Joe Rogan had her open up for him in front of a thousand fucking people. So not poor girl. I'm, no, you know, I don't want to hear that shit. She's getting, you know, the fucking star treatment right now. So, you know, fuck that. But I just was surprised at how similar 
her her set was to like some of the shit that I've seen you and your cronies do. I mean, and not even not even at like the so you did like the um what's that shit called um comedy underdogs, right? I feel like that was if all everybody who shout did, out to comedy underdogs, shout out to a great show. Comedy underdogs, it is a great show, and I think honestly the everyone there was better than this girl who opened up for Joe Rogan. I really believe that honestly. Maybe it was just because I was tripping and everything was really intense, but I just I don't think that <laughs> I don't think she was better than any of them. I don't know, man. Her jokes were just so like. All right, guys. Hey, yeah. All right. So here's how I set up the joke. I'm a girl and I date guys. And sometimes we have relationship problems. And here's the punchline. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. She just kept doing that shit the whole time. I was like, come on, bitch. Like, get creative, please. Damn. That sucks, man. I don't want to. I don't want to criticize this chick's stand up, man. I don't even know her. Yeah, Listen. I just. I don't know. I felt like you should know, man, because competition. <laughs> competition's not that oh. fierce. <laughs> Oh, thanks, man. That really makes me feel better. Um, but no, I don't want to see. I don't want to see anybody fail. Uh, any stand-up fail, honestly. It makes it makes me sad when they have tough sets or whatever. Because honestly, I just feel like, and the way I see it now is, there are so many talented people in Philadelphia, so many talented comics that I know that I'm just like, somebody's gonna do something here. I'm gonna be nice to everybody. Watch what happens. Seamus, he's at the fucking the fucking feet of the king, the real king, whoever he may be from Philadelphia. The one comic who makes it from Philadelphia besides Kevin Hart. <clears throat> yeah. Oh damn, dude. Now we've had some other comedians. We had uh, you know, Will Smith. <laughs> no, I think oh, there are a, a bunch of other comedians. <laughs> Dude, Bill Cosby's from Philly, man. Get yeah, the fuck out of yeah. here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say his name's blacklisted. Um, and, and not be, not because he drugged... I'll just beep no, no, no. his not name because, out. Not because he drugged and raped a bunch of women. I mean, who else... Who hasn't done that? What rock star in the 60s, 70s, and 80s didn't do that, all right? What I'm, my problem with Bill Cosby is that he showed up to our fucking graduation in sweats, Crocs, and a dirty-ass baseball cap. That's what I'm pissed about. The fuck is and wrong with you? he tried to make out with our friend. Did he really? Do you remember that? This girl, uh, friend, hey, Miranda, if you're listening, you're, you hate it when I tell this story. Oh. Um, yeah, I saw that shit on stage. I was like, oh, I, I was like, yo, these rape allegations are going on. I'm watching you like a hawk, motherfucker. I'm not letting you take down <laughs> any of these fucking freshly anointed adults, all right? Understand something, okay? Mr. Cosby. You better go after the that older is your- adults, you old ass man. You old ass fucking man. Anyway, no, she was going to the same. She went to the same high school, obviously, because we went to the same high school as Bill Cosby. And she went to. She's going to the same school that we are going to, Temple. So right. that was like the same thing that Bill Cosby did. He was like, "Oh, baby, you're following in my footsteps. Give me some sugar. Give me some Jello and, shots." <laughs> and he just kissed her on the forehead. But I like to tell that story of like, yeah. And then he started slipping his hand down her <laughs> pants, dude. And we were all like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> But nobody could do anything because he was so funny and so famous. <laughs> he was so famous, man. No, no that he, shit was weird. Yeah, his speech was really. It wasn't funny. It really wasn't funny. You know, I mean, maybe maybe if you're doing stand up or something like, but you're supposed to be giving a graduation speech. You know what I mean? It just. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt really inappropriate, and um, it felt like he didn't really care about us. It, he was just like, "Here's an opportunity for me to build Bill Cosby on stage." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got that you, feeling dog. too because he just kept saying like he was even <laughs> shitting on the fact that we were like graduating. He was like, "Oh, your number's two six eight. Well, one of these days you're gonna see somebody on the street and you're gonna say two six eight, and they're gonna say two six eight, but you're not gonna care about them anymore because you've like aged or something." Like, he did he say thanks, some Bill. weird shit like thanks, that? Thanks, Bill. 
thanks, Bill. He was like, all these people are meaningless. <laughs> Bill Cosby. He also said some weird shit, like keeping in mind that all of our parents were in the crowd. He was like, oh, yeah, you're about to go to college and uh, have a whole bunch of sex. And like, you got to be careful about that or some shit. And I was like, dog, like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? Like, can we can we He's, not talk about he, sex? He what? was like, hey, man, just, you know, make sure they don't talk. <laughs> make sure you slip on the Mickey at the right time. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hey Bill, you never fucking graduated from our high school. You went to you went off to the Navy or some sh- some gay shit. I heard he got kicked out and of I- our high school, dude. I heard he, he didn't like he didn't make the grades. Sorry, that's dude. I was I just heard. trying to cut on the I was trying to cut on the men and women that serve this country. <laughs> hey, that's rude. That's rude as fuck. Hey Navy. Hey Navy. The fuck, dude? The the water really not space, the water. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, great. Go yeah, float call in your me fucking later. Boat. You fucking yeah. Uh, oh, but speaking of stand-up, <clears throat> sorry, my throat's really dry. <clears throat> I was wondering if I could get your opinion as a stand-up um, about what do you think that there is objectively good stand-up, and if there is such no. a thing. All right. So if your answer is no, then why isn't there objectively good stand-up? I think that there is. You can you can judge stand-up objectively in terms of. Maybe not, though. It's hard to say because I think it's such a subjective thing, the enjoyment, whatever makes people laugh. People have so many different types of humor that if I were to say even I can I can say that I think that in some cases I might not find a joke funny, but I can say like objectively, that's a very well written joke. It just doesn't appeal to me. But at the, but I'm not sure if I can. I don't think I can say anything objectively about it because it's sort of a subjective thing. I can tell you what works and what doesn't work, what works and what doesn't work. Or are you saying I have to see it? Okay, like I as I saying. see it, right, you know, right, like right. that's not going to work. See, I that's don't necessarily buy that, to be honest, because here, here's my theory. It's kind of, it's kind of philosophical, so bear with me. But I think that all humans, because of evolution and we're the same species, our brains are kind of set up in a very, very similar way. And th- that uh, the reason why you can make a whole room of people laugh at one joke is because there is this underlying um thread of of what's funny to human beings if that makes sense and i really i i think that there is some like level of joke or like i don't know how to word it but i think there is objectively funny shit and you know you might like a certain kind of comedy over a certain other kind of comedy but i feel like there has to be some middle ground where everyone like 90 percent of people are like yeah that's funny as shit that's funny yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I don't think there's anything that really would make 100% of people laugh all the time. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. So what do you think the uh, – what – do you just usually... – I can tell you what my preferences <laughs> yeah, are of let's, what I like. Let's start there. I mean I like well-written jokes that um, kind of – catch me the whole thing is i think with comedy it's like catching you off guard almost or like a surprise something that you didn't see coming because sometimes and i you know i think this is just the 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 way open mics work but you'll go to an open mic and you'll hear somebody doing a new thing and you'll you'll be able to tell exactly where it's going yep. here is where the punchline's going exactly what how i felt um with that girl who opened up for joe rogan and ian edwards i felt like i was like you know i had been to so many of your shows and um, the sh- like, whatever shows that you're involved in, that I was like, you know, you hear all different levels of comedians. So I just started two weeks ago. I started two years ago. I started six months ago. I started five years ago. And you hear the like, the development of. 
I don't know. I don't know how to word it, but like you can the the best comics I feel like you can hear where the joke is going and you're like, "Oh, I know where this is going." And then they say something that you're like, "Oh, fuck, I did not see that coming." You know? And yeah, that's for really sure. funny. But I feel like the amateur comics especially they get, you know, you can say like, "I see where this is going," and then they say exactly what you thought they were going to say. I just flew in all the way from California and boy are my arms rested because I was on a plane. <laughs> that's my attempt. That's my attempt. That's just me, you know, remixing an old an oldie but a goodie, you know, that's just Dude, my take on you're it. You're just you know? you're such a good comic that you can't even make a bad joke. You just can't even do it. It's, I can't. it's physically Listen, impossible. I saw some, he started vomiting is... in his mouth when he started. He was like, "Oh, this isn't a good joke." Yeah. Yeah, I was going to tell you about my wife, that fucking, <laughs> that fucking bitch, bitch, dude. I have to say, of all the uh, genres of jokes and stereotypes of jokes, I'm so fucking tired of the my wife is a bitch, blah, 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 you know, that whole fucking thing, man. I was so surprised that in 2015 or 2014 that dudes were still making those jokes like hardcore, like still relying on those jokes to sell their set. You know what I mean? Not everybody. There are a few people Wait, who have dude, seen. Dude, there's way too many. There's way too many. Like those um, PCA shows. Is that what they're called? That you that you did? Philadelphia Comedy Academy. Dude, who, so... hey, CD Schultz won that contest. That's like, up, a week dude. or two ago. I shared his video. So I con- thought that video. Congratulations, was Congratulations, CD. Yeah, shout out to CD Schultz. That's C D S C H U L T Z dot com. Check out his the real ditties. king of comedy. The real king. The real Philadelphia king of comedy. I really do honestly <laughs> think that um, CD has a has a career in comedy because not only right. does he craft jokes well, but he also has a, a character that really works, and he puts in the. What are you talking about, dude? It's not a character. <clears throat> Fuck, are you talking about, man? It's real. Oh, okay, cool. So we're Thank just gonna. You, thanks. Oh, we're just gonna. I'm do gonna that. wink. Oh, okay. So we're all we're... tweens. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm tweening it up, man. I'm tweening it up. I'm hanging out at Wendy's. That's what tweens do, hanging man. We're out just at hanging Wendy's. out. <laughs> We're all sharing a medium the... fry. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. All of our allowance put together got this medium fry. Dude, I got. I went to Wendy's the other day in my neighborhood. They have a new Wendy's that they they knocked down like this old historic building. And they were like, "Oh, we need a Wendy's here," <laughs> but but we don't really have that many fast food restaurants that close. Like the closest one is like a mile away, and it's McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So this one's like now two blocks from my house. But every time I go in there, it is the fucking teen hotspot. Like, hey, pedophiles, what's up? Go, go to, to Wendy's. Go to dude. Wendy's. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> you're hanging out at schools where you where you know you know for a fact you're not allowed. You're not allowed within a thousand feet of those schools. Go to a just, fucking Wendy's. Just slink up and get them a fucking double cheeseburger. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh, you're you done. guys are buying medium fries to share? I'm buying large fries for all of you. I got a, I got a medium fry for you. Oh! Yeah. That's, that's what he says. That's what he says. And that's right when the cops come. <laughs> we got a lot of new shit opening up in our neighborhood, man. I actually, I wanted to talk to you about this. I, um, I last week, I went to a place called... Hey, hey, salon. She told me how to say it the right way, and now I'm not going to remember. Anyway, there's a float tank place in the in Roxborough. Pretty sweet. Uh, it's like Halcyon Floats, I believe. So H A L C Y O N Floats, and they have mm-hmm. one in my neighborhood now and in Fishtown, and it's a it's a sensory deprivation chamber, and I I I, uh, I just. Wanted to go in on a whim because I was like, "Is this is this opened in my little, oh, whoa, my little this area, my little? Bubble? Oh my goodness! Is oh this, my god! It's like California. Is this within? Is California within walking distance of my house now? 
I know Wendy did. You know what I'm saying, oh. bro? That's, I'm, I'm broing all the sex offenders oh. in my neighborhood. I'm broing them. <laughs> like a farm. Oh, How's that sensory Christ. deprivation tank, though? Was it like a float tank where there's, it's like salt water and you're just floating in there? Dark room? Yes. Cool. It was like that. So I'll, Man, I'll I'm give so, a... I'm so curious about that because Joe Rogan, yeah. speaking of, because I talked about him earlier, he's way into it. Duncan Trussell talks a lot about it. Um, and I've heard the guy who like pioneered the float tank like fucking phenomenon. He died in a bullshit. float tank. <laughs> it's always how it goes. Like, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, so always how it goes don't it like invent you? anything great because you will die by that like the man who like invented the toaster like oh I burned my hands and had a heart attack and died uh, inventor <laughs> of the toaster was found with his dick in the toaster dead <laughs> he was going to Wendy's oh <laughs> bada bing bada oh! boom you know what I'm saying what was the what was the tank like though I'll tell you so we go in and uh I basically she was what like how did you we? hear about who's us who's we Oh, me and my other, uh, like, there's always two people in my mind, oh. man. I, I, it's weird. I do think about myself in the third person almost, which is kind of strange. Where no, it's like, it's, uh, it's more correct if you ask me. I'm just trying to take you guys on a journey, all right? We, we, we went into this tank. We are walking in. Seamus and I together went in this tank, this sensory right. deprivation tank, together. Yeah. Together, together, man. They actually, they have two tanks there, so you could go as a couple no, no, or a no, partner. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about two tanks. I'm talking about me and you in one tank. Oh, nice, dude. Nice. It definitely wouldn't be a sensory deprivation tank. Oh, man. it's talking about all fucking... those sensory experiences. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be all up in those senses, dude. Uh, all right, all right, all right. So what was the tank so, like? What was sorry, it like? sorry. Let me just let me just relax and stop kidding around here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I go into this place. And she's like, how did you hear about it? And I was like, Joe Rogan. And she gave me one of these, like, Pfft. She was like, look, look, I love Joe Rogan. I love Joe Rogan. But everybody comes in here thinking they're going to have a Joe Rogan experience. Oh! <laughs> I did bitch. not even mean that. I did. I get. Was she making a joke at the time? Because I was she just, must, like, yesing dude, everything. I mean, the podcast is called The Joe Rogan Experience. So <sighs> that, that had to be. She was punning it up, dude. You love puns. I can't believe you didn't pick up on that. Missed it. I was just so nervous, man. I was so nervous. Because I actually was getting pretty nervous leading up to it. Because I was thinking, like, man, 90 minutes. <laughs> it's a really long time. That's a long-ass time, time, dude. To not do for anything. Real. I meditated and for I, 35 minutes today, and three or four times, I was like, ah, I really want to check the clock. I really want to check the clock. How much time do I have left? Oh, God. How much time? Yeah. And I was like, just relax. Yeah. Breathe. But 90 minutes, dude, that's a long fucking time. Yeah, and so she gave me this whole, like, rundown of things you should and shouldn't do in the tank or what you can do and, like, how – she told me, like, how it's actually pretty good for your um, your body uh, regardless of the mental or whatever kind of things because you're being – you're floating 10 inches of water and it, it's, like, really good for your back to be elevated in that way mm -hmm. where, like, your whole weight is spread out evenly. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. What, what were the, the do nots? I'm I'm interested in that. Um, there there were just some like suggestions. They weren't <laughs> like, really don't do breathe under the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she said <laughs> like to you got to put your earplugs in before you go in, not while you're in the shower. Then you got to put like turn the lights. She's like you can put the lights on inside, but that sort of defeats the purpose of it being a sensory deprivation tank because you can see shit. Right. Um, <laughs> some people do that apparently, where they just lay in the tank with the light on. Because they're afraid of, they're claustrophobic or something. That's a fucking waste of money, dude. <clears throat> it is. It is. You could really just do something. If you're if you're not going to go for it, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Like, 
like, oh yeah, my back did feel great the next day. I'll give it that. Really? My back, I felt fucking awesome afterwards, like physically. But I don't know. I you could probably just go to a masseuse and get the same thing at that point. You know, like why are you going to this specific this thing that I think you should be using to the fullest effects, which is let it get mm-hmm. as trippy as possible, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. And I I I kind of tried, man. I, I got I'll, I'll admit I got a little bit nervous throughout the thing because I, I had some caffeine earlier in the day, which is a big no no. That's one of the do nots, but I didn't know that. And it was like, ah, I'm calling shit. bullshit, but continue. Well, it, it's just a suggestion because it's like it could it could keep you unruly depending on your tolerance to caffeine, I guess. But anyway, so what they do is they give you slippers and then they put you in this room by yourself with this big ass fucking tank. This thing was huge too. I mean, it was probably maybe three bathtubs in width and length. What do you think that- those things cost? Because I've I've heard I've heard the real numbers. Oh, probably a couple thousand dollars, I'm assuming. The cheapest one? The cheapest one, which is like, you, it's like a home model where it's like a small-ass tank and then a, a tent that goes over it that blocks out the light. That's like a couple grand. The one that like Joe Rogan has, and I'm assuming that the one that you were in, twenty to $30,000. No joke. God How fucking ridiculous damn. is that? <clears throat> that's, I mean, that's a pretty smart business model, though, if that, if that thing can pay itself off. Yeah, that's a good point. Um because they have like subs- monthly subscriptions. Because I think people could get addicted to it. I actually um, want to. Hey, Trevor, if you're listening. Oh shit, no, no, fuck! I just ruined his Christmas gift. I was gonna get him one of those fucking things. Now I've said it. I have to do it. No, shit. dude. It, there's only four days until Christmas. There's no way he's listening to this within four days. Of, you know. He, All right, good. He's not that <sighs> that avid of a fan, but we do. He love loves you. us, we love man. Holes. He we, loves us. We love you two holes. But anyway, um, so we go in. I go in. And uh, you have to shower first to get off the oils and stuff because they want to keep the water in the tanks clean. And it was a kind of a, a weird scene, man. Like I, I I'm not used to being pampered like that in any way, so I wasn't really sure what to do. Like, oh, what? She was like taking the... a shower is being pampered. What the fuck are we talking about here? No, no, no. Like, like just the whole experience <clears throat> to me felt a little bizarre because I have never been in a situation where they're like being real nice to you. Like, not <laughs> I've never been in a situation where anyone's been really <laughs> nice to me. Hey, Seamus, <laughs> how was your day? What? 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 What the what, fuck? What are you trying to get from me? I already paid, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, so I take the shower, put my head, my earplugs in or whatever, get in the thing. You got to turn the lights off, and then you're just kind of laying, man. And the water's your body temperature, so you really do, at a certain point, forget what is going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you forget that you are um, in water. It just feels like you're floating in space, almost. And... Um, you start to get to the point where it feels like your legs and arms are disappearing. And I, I had some hallucinations, which were pretty cool. That's where I, I kind of backed off because it was starting to freak me out a little bit. Because uh, the hallucinations weren't anything... Uh, I was thinking about Jasmine, too, because uh, she said that like her biggest fear is like floating in water at, in the dark or something yeah, like that. Yeah, one of her fears, yeah. <laughs> she could not fuck with this then because even in my head, I was just like... <laughs> I was like, man, it would really suck if I hallucinated like something grabbing my leg. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that was that so, that idea was oh, ooh, scaring the fuck out of me, man. Yeah, that's. But, what, I think that's the point, man. Yeah, but I did start hallucinating. It was it was like waves or shadows of people like walking by is what it looked like to me. It was I, I was trying to figure out like what the fuck is this? Um, because it was almost like when you're a kid. And you, like, stare off into the darkness and your eyes start playing tricks on you where they're, like, you know, lights and stuff mm-hmm. start appearing if you stare hard enough. And that's basically kind of what it is. Um, 
But I was seeing like faces and eyeballs and stuff. It was really unusual. And then I found that uh, at one point I had to scratch my nose. So when I touched my nose, I got a visual representation of like my physical senses, which was so fucking what weird. What do you mean? Like you saw like your hand scratching my your nose. face, my face in front of me. It just like it like lit up as I was doing this, and I'm not sure. I think that what it is, it was it was just me seeing how my brain processes the information, which was really fucking weird. Dude, that is how. That's what it's like to be on acid for like six hours. You know, you're you're seeing like, you know, um, it, just like you said, you're seeing like how your brain is processing the information that's coming. You're seeing the information come in, and then you're seeing how your brain is like, what the fuck is this? I mean, there's been times where I was tripping balls, and I would be looking at like my hand or like a, uh, like the bong or something, and I'd be like, what the fuck am I looking at? I mean, I know what I'm looking at. You know, that, I'm, I'm, you know, I didn't fucking, I don't have amnesia, but it's so weird that like when you don't, immediately grasp onto the idea that this is a thing like i have a glass right here if i don't immediately think oh this is a glass it has ice cubes in it it's like well what the fuck am i looking at this is just like light reflecting off of some shit you know it's like but it's not even reflecting because some light's coming through i can see through this thing like what the fuck this is weird and i feel like that um the sensory deprivation takes meditation acid um a lot of a lot of shit it's it's a lot of shit is geared towards um giving humans that kind of experience and this is I'm, i don't like the language i'm using right now but that's that's the best that i can do speak spanish time. dude um a buena tarde uh como esta usted <laughs> uh, dude no, uh, uh, dude uh, you just fucked with all of our spanish speaking listeners no they know what i said they know what i said shout out to our Google spanish translate <laughs> It'd be so awesome if somebody was translating our podcast into Spanish. That'd hey, anybody, awesome. anybody, somebody, if somebody could just do a transcript of one episode in Spanish, I'll fucking, I'll pay I'll you. Fucking, I'll pay you, man. I'll pay you an I'll undisclosed you. amount of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so, then I'll send that shit down under. Here's, I want to talk to you about this because I haven't done the tank. So, um, yeah, ask me any question you want. I'm not really I sure know, what. I want to know, Seamus, is the tank worth? Uh, investing in, whether it's a membership to a, 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 a sensory deprivation tank place or whether it's buying a tank, is the investment worth it when, from from my perspective, and I haven't done the tank, it just seems like um, kind of a shortcut to medica- me- medication, meditation. So is it worth it? Can, can you just learn how to meditate and, and get um, get the benefits, do you think? I think that you definitely could, and I think that there's an added uh, layer almost. Like, I wouldn't I, I'd say a shortcut is almost like, I think, selling it short, maybe. And yeah, that it, it, it kind of has a like word. a late, it, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a judgment call of like, oh, it's like a, an almost a negative, like, oh, they're taking a shortcut. Yeah, you know, I'm a better I, meditator. I, I don't mean, I don't mean a shortcut to be a bad thing, but it's almost like, um, because I could say it like this. Yeah, it's like a shortcut to meditating. And it sounds right, way right, better. Exactly. I mean, that's essentially how I mean it, too, is like, you know, is it is it just doing the same thing? It's not thing? the coward's way out, man. It's not. I, I think that, that— I'm not trying to suggest that. But I, what I'm saying is, is there a fundamental difference, do you think, to, to um, the tank rather than meditating? Is there a fundamental difference? I think there is a fundamental difference between uh, those two things. Like, I don't think it's just, 
it is sort of just meditating. It is. And I, I don't know what the extent of like physical when you're when you're just sitting around meditating. I because I've only done that a few times and, and they've all been interesting experiences, but I felt like this in particular was almost like a quick way to sort of it is like a shortcut. It is and, and I think that the interesting thing is that it's like with meditating, uh, when you're just out somewhere. I find that a, a big hard, a hard, hardest part is just sitting still. And for me, when I was in there, I was like, "Oh well, no, I'm in the tank now. Like I'm in here. I can't, I can't move, mm-hmm. even if I wanted to." And it's almost like a, it is like a tool, basically. I'd say for meditation, yeah, could definitely be used that way. Uh, people also fall asleep in there, apparently, which is still okay for you because depending on how you lay your body, uh, different parts of your body are like helped more. So she was like, "I have a lot of back and neck pain." So I put my arms above my head. Yep. And it helps with the back pain and stuff like that. So that's, I was doing that. And I got to tell you, I I did kind of, I did at a certain point, like start stretching and stuff. And I was kind of like moving. At one point I got salt water in my eye. So I like turned the light on, you know, like midway through. You know what I've heard though, Seamus? I've heard that it takes, this is from experienced uh, floaters, if that's like a fucking thing, is that it takes about a year for you to get used to the practice of going into the tank. So the first time, like, the fact that you got any kind of, like, oh, I had, like, an experience, like, that's, it's, um, it's almost like, um, you know, you, you try out for something and you get a trophy, you know what I mean? Because I've heard yeah. that they're like, no, nah, you really, you really don't get, like, you're, most people are too concerned with the salt water in their eyes and their ears and what should I be doing and how should I breathe and what if I drown, you know, that's usually what goes through people's head the whole time, the first couple times that they go in because it's such a bizarre experience to not be receiving any sensory information, you know? Well, you do, you do, your body does start to react to it and, well, I think maybe, I think those people just need to fucking listen to my girl break it down because she told me all that shit, she told me all that shit was going to happen and she was just like, listen, um... Here's what's going to happen. Your body's going to start kicking every now and then when it like cuz you know like when you go to sleep and you think you're falling or something and you jolt out of bed. Yeah. She said that it's your brain not being used to not receiving any information, so it like moves it's it move your body's going to move to like co- kind of compensate for a while, you know? Mm-hmm. So that happened for like the first hour, but then that shit went away. And then she was saying like people are always afraid that they're going to drown, but it feel it, she's like it's gonna feel like the water's up to your eyes, but it's really only up to about your ears. Mm. So I just listened to that, and then I was like, "Oh, it does feel like it's up to my eyes, but it's not." And then after that, floating was not really the problem. Hmm. Interesting, cool. Yeah, yo, your bitch fucking helped you out, bro. She was the best, man. Shout out to you, girl. Shout out um, to you, girl. We're gonna call you Jane. <laughs> yo, she, no, her name was like oh, I don't remember what her name is, but she was really can, nice. Wait, can we get an helpful. ethnicity? Oh, white chick. Oh, white of chick. course. God, how fucking um, boring. I was hoping it would be something interesting. How boring, dude. That's so... Oh, that's... Oh, how offensive. How Excuse offensive. Excuse me, 70% of the people in this country are white. If you're white, it's boring. Dude. Dude. <laughs> I ain't hearing that prejudice, man. Anyway, she was real nice. <laughs> she was very nice. And then uh, the way they wake you up is kind of cool, too, is that they play music underneath you. So it comes to these speakers in the tub. So you can kind of feel it instead of, and that was welcome to the jungle. That was the only thing that I think it would still it would still bother people because I couldn't get past that where she was like, "Don't think about whether or you do have." I had auditory hallucinations too, and she said that's common. So it kept sounding like the music was coming on. 
So like the whole time I kept thinking like, is the music playing? Is the music playing? That was the hardest thing to get past for me. Interesting. Yeah, it's like I was saying about the clock earlier. I had I set an alarm and I was like, oh shit! Like, is the alarm about to go off? You know? Yeah. How and that's weird like these are like that, the normal dude? problems I have when I'm meditating though too. So I feel yeah. like you could probably describe a lot of the things that she's saying in terms of just regular meditation as well, because it's like, yeah, you you know your legs are gonna fall asleep. You're gonna feel uncomfortable. You just got to keep going. You got to get used to it, but just breathe through it. That kind of thing. Yeah. That's what I mean. Honestly, dude, I. So what my experience at this point is I've done some very, very basic meditation and I've heard people who meditate a lot speak about meditation. And I've heard like master meditators talk about what meditation is like, what, what they do, like the deep, deep meditation. And and to me, there's so many parallels between the two that it just sounds like meditation, but kind of like um, again, I don't want to say shortcut because it has that bad connotation, but it seems like the float tank in a like just like acid like i do acid all the time acid is a shortcut to like a, a higher state of consciousness to use a fucking hippie phrase which i'm uncomfortable using but i think acid is a shortcut flotation tanks are a shortcut and there's nothing yeah. wrong with shortcuts you know shortcuts can make you see like oh this there's here's this other possibility on the other side of this fence or whatever you know what i mean like how do i how do i make that a more permanent thing if if i want to or whatever you know yeah, and if I had access, I mean the the it is a little bit expensive, uh, especially for like their monthly fee, which I'm not like it's like sixty bucks a month or something. I'm just not willing to do yeah, that, that right that's now. That's too much. But if I had them, if I had like that amount of disposable income, I'd totally be there. Yeah, I think All, I could see that. Man. I would, if I had the income, I would buy a tank. I think. Yeah, I think that I think that, and I, I they must be like she also said that like Joe Rogan probably floats every day. Mm-hmm. I think if you're doing that every day. That's got to have a remarkable difference on just everything else in your life. Because when I left that place, I just felt physically, man, physically felt like that feeling like you want to go to bed, you know, and you're just, but you're so relaxed, you're so calm, Mm -hmm. just feeling like, oh, man. Yeah, but dude, I feel like that doesn't sound to me any different than myself or, or other people who I've heard who meditate. Who say, like, after I meditate, I feel awesome. Like, if I would just meditate every day, it would be awesome. So it's like, well, yeah. you know, you don't have to pay $60 for this. I think that's my my number one uh, hang-up with floating is, like, it just sounds like... And now I'm gonna now I'm gonna employ the, the negative connotation, but it sounds like the lazy man's way to meditate. I suppose, yeah. Maybe it is. I don't know. I feel like it's it's like I feel like it's like different levels for different people. You know, like are are bumpers in bowling good? No. No. Are they good for kids? Yeah. No. So like maybe no. Like a little kid, man. No. I'm talking like a no. You don't think so? Not even for like a two year old. No. You're just gonna be like, no, you didn't get a strike. You fucking suck. No. How about this? How about instead of having bumpers, you actually help the kid. You know, you you hold the ball. You do it with them. You know, like a, like ghost them. Now, see, that's what it's supposed to feel like. And granted, it's not going to go your way every time. But this is how fucking reality works, bitch. So get <laughs> used to it. <laughs> Listen, take all the fucking, take the seatbelts off, man. And you know right? what, bitch? Need... You know what, little four-year-old little bitch? Santa Claus isn't real either. So get used <gasps> dude, to it. Dude, dude. Wow. Merry Christmas, bitches. Santa Claus isn't fucking <laughs> oh real. Dude, what the dude? Spoiler alert! Come on, man. <laughs> uh, you gotta tell these kids. Do, do you th- do you think you're gonna tell your kid that Santa Claus is real or not real? 
Are you going to tell him the truth or are you going to lie to him? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm leaning towards... I'm really leaning towards not talking about it at all and just or talking about it in terms of like yeah it's a fun thing like santa claus is coming right guys and like winking at him being like yeah yeah, yeah. it's stupid it's fucking stupid like i'll keep the tradition but i'm not sure if i'll keep the belief in the tradition because for me i i thought that that i mean that finding out that santa wasn't real is like one of the top 10 i mean this is such a nice way to be right but it's like a really traumatic memory it's like one no, of the me top too. 10 traumatic memories in my life like kids are like starving in other countries <laughs> no, but, I, but i'm think, like i learned santa's not real i think that's valid dude because and i'll tell you why I, I mean granted other kids have had rougher experiences but no matter what kid you are no matter what experiences you've had you know there's this feeling that like i have to trust adults you know adults know what's going on and they're going to tell me how to do things and teach me the ways of life you know and adults are telling you oh yes yeah, santa claus is real he's coming down the fucking chimney he's going to leave you gifts and if you're not good he's going to fucking watch you and then it turns out that you found out from some fucking asshole kid in your class that your parents are lying to you you know is how f- it it literally it could not be worse because that now from that day on you can't trust your parents you can't trust yeah, your parents and who are exactly. you trusting the fucking asshole kids at school who are going to tell you and this is a shout out to another episode that fucking when i was in second grade some girl was like no my dad told me that some people have sex in in the butt i was like what in the butt i think you're wrong but like I remember this classic guy, this fucking hero. Why Why did the dad tell his kid that? I still can't get an over that. I still... An eight-year-old, an eight-year-old. And she went to class and was like, hey, guys. But, but then again, you're, that's the argument you're making. Be really, be super honest no, with them. No, hey, no, no. Daddy that likes is not, butt sex, no, dude. No, no, fuck you. That is not the <laughs> argument I'm making. I'm not saying that on Christmas you should be like, hey, guess what? Santa Claus isn't real. Also, we're going to watch some watch some double anal porn. Shout out Karan's <laughs> quotes. Um, I don't do anything below double anal. So if my kids and I are watching porn, it's going to be double anal. Mm, that's a great sound. That's Oh, man. We need a soundboard mm, of these things. Mm, mm, mm. Eat that mm, up. That's mm, a savory mm. sound clip. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm suggesting. What I'm suggesting is that you try to portray reality as as closely as you can. So I like your approach. Like, hey, this is a fun tradition. You know, it, it's fun to believe that Santa Claus is coming and that, you know, you, you got to be good or blah, blah, blah. And you write down everything that you want, you know, because it makes your thoughts real in a sense. You know, I think I want this. And then you write it down and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I really do. Sometimes you say, I think I want this. And then you erase it and you're like, nah, the other thing I wrote, I really want more. So I'm not even going to put this thing down. Right. That yeah. that process is good for kids. There's there's plenty of good things that happen in this tradition. But to 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 kind of force and make kids believe that some fucking old white dude is going to come down the chimney in the <laughs> middle of the night that you don't even fucking know. Like, Dad, you're going to let some fucking stranger in my house? Like, I thought you said strangers were not okay. Have you ever met? He just, he just arrests your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Get on the ground! <laughs> it's a fucking sting, dude. Run! <laughs> I love Santa Claus. He took my daddy away. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, dude, I, yeah, I, 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 I got to pause real quick. I got to pause. I got to go pee. Let's pause. All right, all right, all right. We're back. We're back. We're back. My bad. I had to take a piss. I've been drinking too much. My bad. I got a sweet tarts fucking candy cane. So life is really looking up for me. <laughs> Dude, I got to tell you something funny. During the break, I went downstairs to get some water. And uh, I helped my mom deliver holiday meals the other day, right? Mm-hmm. We Good deliver for you. these 
for Christmas. Uh, listen, I'm no hero. I fucking hate doing it. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad it gets done, but I hate doing it. It's always a miserable experience where we get into a fight every time. But this year was different because we got 54 meals to deliver. But well, I was so pissed at first. I was like, 54 fucking meals? I was like, how are we supposed to even fit these in the fucking car? Anyway, we get the meals. And we just take them to one stop, this apartment complex, and they're going to hand them out themselves. So Damn. that shit took 15... Fu- I was so happy. So happy. Fastest, best experience. So glad that it got done. And then... So next day, my mom's one of my mom's students asks her, did you deliver meals? And this is what she tells me. She was like, yeah. And I looked down and told her, I was like, yeah, 54 of them. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Hand delivered each one. <laughs> I made these tasty cakes by scratch. <laughs> She's got the fucking... Oh man, I love my mom. That's so funny. I like that man. Feed people, serve people. That's what Maharaji said. Yeah, and I know that like it's a good cause or whatever, but it's always just such a really miserable experience. I just, I like the idea of what what happened yesterday. It should just be like a delivery thing. All we right, bring them to the why building. Why is it miserable then... though? Why is it miserable? It's just so tedious because they don't give you a route. They just give you. Dots on the map, and you have to figure it out yourself. Frustrating, man. Whoa. And they list, but they list the they list the names of people that you're going to out of order, so you can't tell who's what on the map. They're just like dots. It's just a really poor system. I don't know, man. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's just the complicated, fucking, fucking fuck. <laughs> All right, that clears it up. Cool, cool. Hey, cool. now you know. Now I know it's a complicated fucking fuck, and you know not to go near it, not to not to even bother myself don't help them let feeding, them starve dude feeding the hungry i mean you know whose fault is it that they're hungry to begin with well, not if mine. they're so hungry how can they afford to live so far apart oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's all i'm saying man no but I'm, I'm glad it gets done and i do always feel good after doing it it's just such a tedious experience while it's happening that it's it's frustrating yeah i hear that i used to do um soup kitchens back in the day Every once once in a while, like once a month, I would say I used to do it. Maybe maybe less than that, even. But I always remember, like, uh, I don't know, just like you said, it was just like, you know, I didn't like the people that I was with. I didn't like the way that they set up the room and the way that they set up the food and the, the quantities that they agreed on. You know what I mean? Like, everything seemed so fucking Jewy and shysty. And, <laughs> and you're like, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, not Hanukkah. Not, not Hanukkah. Can we relax? <laughs> everything um, was so fucking Jewy. What can, do you mean by that? Can we give them two Oreos instead of one Oreo, please? Like... <laughs> I'm not even joking, dude. I'm not even no, joking. No, it's true. No, it's true. The meals are really. Sh- I mean, no, actually, the meals. This the meals place are is good fine. It's, the meals are fine. fine. But it's like, oh, uh, make sure only give them one Oreo to make sure that everybody gets Oreos. And I'm like, no, I think they would rather have two Oreos or no no Oreos at all because fuck one Oreo. One Oreo <laughs> just makes you want to eat a whole fucking pack. Fuck one Oreo. All right, that's all I'm they saying. They come in a six pack for a reason. You're hey. telling me to give somebody one Oreo? Are you hey. out of your fucking mind? Hey, we're going to just tweet at uh, random charities and say, hey, what's up? We're not afraid to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck one Oreo, you and then, fucking... And then on top of that, and this was what bothered me more than anything else, is that the the people who are giving out the food, who are like the the privileged, essentially, in the situation, they were like, oh, like, everybody, you can get a plate first if you want. Like, get the, like, you know, take the cream off the top, you know? Like, what the fuck? 
can we like feed the other people, the people who actually need this shit first, and then we'll we'll figure out if we want to eat what's left. We're not here to eat, motherfuckers. We're not, we're not the ones here for a free oh lunch. God. They are. Dude, this would be a great movie. The poor, they uprise, and they go to the rich, and they open the doors. Oh, what's that? They're eating two Oreos. Fucking kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new Quentin Tarantino joint. It's called fucking Who Gives a Shit at this point. It's called... It's, uh, it's Who Gives a Shit by Quentin Tarantino. Who gives a fuck? Wait, isn't he coming out with a new movie? Oh, yeah, The Hateful Eight, right? When does that come out? I don't know. It comes out in a little bit, but I, I heard some weird. I heard some weird shit about that movie, man. I don't know. He's got some. He's got some bizarre shit ever. Ever since uh, Django, I think is when he started getting. Mm-hmm. No, not Django. Django was his most recent one. I meant um, Inglorious Bastards because I think this one is also a revenge flick. Uh, I, I guess mean, since all of his movies, yeah, I guess all his movies are fucking weird and they don't really actually make sense. But people just like violence and sex and cursing, so they're like, "Yeah, Quentin Tarantino is awesome. He's a great film director." No, that's not true. He's he's made some good movies, well written plots and fucking blah de blah. But he definitely uses sex and violence and cursing and and like obscene shit as a crutch, for sure. Yeah, yeah. is it wrong? Cause I want to get it on till I die. Like Tupac was not in the fucking Civil War. I like Quentin that. Though. That was really awesome. That was neat. That was cool. I like that moment. I like it's a lot of moments. A, but honestly, you know, as a kid, seeing well, I probably shouldn't have been watching them as young as I was, but seeing like uh. What's his big movie? What's that? What's that fucking thing called with uh, John Travolta and uh, what? Pulp Fiction. Kill yeah, Bill? Pulp Fiction. Reservoir Pulp Fiction is dogs. the one I'm thinking of. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I, yeah. The the violent and Kill Bill. Kill Bill, I think, was the first movie of his that I saw. Um, that's dating myself a little bit, but uh, I just found like the over the top <laughs> violence. Like it's so violent that I was like looking at everybody else really loving it and being like, ha ha, yeah, this is awesome, right, guys? This is. Man, it just made me uncomfortable. I don't know. All that fucking no, the I'm violence down with you, man. is so with creepy, you, man. man. And it's not even like I don't know. It looks fake too. It's not even I don't know how to describe it, but it's like it's almost like glorifying the violence instead of using the violence to like make a point. And that sounds so fucking moral high ground and all that shit. I'm I'm really not. That's not a huge consideration for me honestly but it just stuck out to me that quentin tarantino it's like oh yeah you're gonna have him bleeding and screaming on the ground for 10 whole minutes like i get it dude he's dying i get it you know what i mean i I just he's like okay okay so she's getting sliced up and she's calling out for her her husband but he's watching her get sliced up and he's getting a bullet stuffed up his ass and And some black dude's about to come out and rape them all like all right dude (laughs) all right god damn yeah, I think there is a I think there is a rape scene in this the one that, the thing that I've been seeing posted around is that there's a scene in there where like a a dude makes this guy suck his dick at gunpoint. So check it out, The Hateful Eight. It's a great oh, movie. Cool, 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 cool. That's Can't what we need. To, to, that's what we need to see in a movie. Gonna watch it in Wendy's. Should be awesome. <laughs> On my phone. <laughs> hey, check out what I'm watching. It's The Hateful Eight. Uh, you ever get in there? Oh, God, man. <laughs> this is my this is my new character, man. Really cool pedophile guy who just. You know, he, he just hangs out at Wendy's. What's wrong with that? He's trying to fuck your kids, but he's also pretty wacky. He's like the Wiley e. Coyote. Like his schemes never work, but he's just like, he's just like trying. He's, <laughs> he's a harmless pedophile because his plans never turn out right. <laughs> they never turn out right for him. It just no. The thing is, he goes into situations like wanting to do the most horrific, disastrous, villainous shit, but it always just ends up being a really cool time for everyone around him. Like, <laughs> and he's like, oh man, like. 
God damn uh, it. I, I was trying to just, rape some kids. Yeah, and he just ends up like drinking a frosty with them at Wendy's, just like hanging out and talking and like being like, Yeah, Mike, I know the kids are picking on you, but like chin up. You got a lot of you got a lot of meat on them bones. And then but like he never gets to he never and gets to do Mike's, anything. Mike's like, Whoa, meat on my bones? Like you think I'm strong? Like I'm gonna try out for the football team and then he makes it. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, what an well, oh man. <laughs> Petey the pedophile. Petey the pedophile. That's his fucking thing every Uh, time. Every time a kid turns him down. A kid, he's like, he's like trying to chase. He's like joking around with this one kid, right? And this kid starts running away from him, like as a joke, and he thinks that it's serious. So he chases him out into traffic and gets hit by like a thousand cars. Petey the pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) Petey the pedophile. He can't get any of that pedophilia pussy or whatever. For those of you at home who are getting uncomfortable, don't worry. I feel a subject change coming in a couple of seconds. So just bear with us. Stick with the pedophile thing for a second, and we'll change the subject in three, two, one. Was it too much, man? Was the PD to pedophile too much? Wow, we're, we're not going to change that? the subject. Okay, cool. I'm changing no, no, no. it now. I'm changing it now to how I mean, you feel about me personally, man. I think you're a cool dude, man. I really Thanks, like you a lot. Thanks, dude. You're welcome. I'm glad I, to hear it. Stamp of approval. Also, I think, um, I think if social justice warriors and and I mean that in the worst way, not in the best way, I think if they continue along the path that they're walking, that they're going to eventually start protecting pedophiles. They have a right to be attracted to whatever human beings that they're attracted to. I think that's already happening. I think that's already happening. Are you happening. serious? Yeah, I think I think there's some fringe people on that, on that movement who have started saying shit like that. Oh, I mean, there's some pedophiles in that movement and that have always been like, oh, no, no, there's like, it's man-boy love. Like, it's different. Like, you, it's not pedophilia. Like, you have all the wrong connotations. Like, no, no, I think... Like, I think the ancient Greeks. The yeah. ancient Greeks used no, to do I, it. I think we understand it pretty clearly, and that's yeah, why we're they all they also upset. didn't have indoor plumbing, so get fucked. <laughs> or did they? Maybe they, they did. They didn't have the fucking internet. I know that for a fucking fact. Yeah, fuck you, Greeks. Fuck you, you pedophilia bitches. Yeah, why don't you go fuck some assholes in history, you fucking bitch. Why don't you go fuck someone your own age, you old-ass creep? Yeah, you a fucking old-ass creep. Dude, we We're switch fucking... sides so fast. First <laughs> first pedophiles are like a lovable fucking character who hangs out at Arby's, and now they're fucking freaks who need to be fucking... <laughs> capital oh, punishment. Honestly, like I feel like... I feel like, yes... It's 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 such a stupid argument. Okay, pedophilia is what 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 is the argument that they're making? It's not a choice. They're just attracted uh, to those people. Okay, great. Are we going to still allow that to happen? The fuck? Right, no. Exactly. Why are you defending why are you defending that? Like like I, I don't know, man. I feel like it's it's a similar thing with um Hmm. Well, I was going to say this, but now it feels like the it feels like the opposite situation where um Drugs are outlawed, right? Because in certain drugs, it's like, oh, well, we're afraid what you're going to do on this drug, so we're going to outlaw the drug, right? Where it's like a pedophile, it's kind of like you... It's like the justified version of that, where it's like, well, you're a pedophile, so we're just going to lock you up because we're afraid of what you're going to do. You know what I mean? Is that right? Is that okay? Like, If somebody's like, yeah, like I'm really attracted to like little kids, like, you know, between the ages of like four and 10 and he's like a 35 year old man. Like, do we lock that dude up or do we wait for him to commit a crime? 
Oh, we smash his face in, dude. I mean, maybe not me personally, but I think that's what happens, right? If people come out and say shit like that, don't they still get, like, beaten up? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, in jail, you're having a rough time if you're a fucking child molester or some shit like that. Also, in Philly, like, three or four years ago, there was maybe a little bit longer. There was a guy who got, um, or he was a, a rapist, I want to say, maybe a child molester. But they put out his, um, I forget what it's called, but it was like, you know, uh of reward for this person you know here's his picture this is what he looks like this is what he did and some people found him on the street and they fucking beat the fuck out of him they hospitalized him like to the point he was like in a coma or some shit when he went See, to the I'm hospital not, i'm not we have to be the oh, bigger no, people down. in these, no, no, in these... No, no. i'm down i'm down dude I'm are you down. serious i'm down there's some shit that you need to get the shit beat out of you for and guess what the the people who did the beating they got taken to court and they were let go. And they were like, because... here's the key to the city. $10,000. I mean, I don't know about all that. But I don't know, I still think that's pretty horrific, man. I think we have to be the bigger people and and just... And beat the fuck out of the smaller people. Listen, I'm saying whatever whatever the other prisoners want to do, that's up to you guys. But I feel like us civilized folks out here on the outs... See here, man, this is where I have an issue. Because last episode, you were talking about how, oh, well, we can't be the bigger people. So we have to wait for AI to fucking fix our society. Because it's not going to happen otherwise. Now you're talking about we need to be the bigger people. So which is it? Can we be bigger people or do we need some outside source? Hmm. Man, I think that I think that some of us can be man. It's I don't think that we all can be at once though. Like I, because I'm not of sure. what specifically? Because of what? Yeah, like why can't we all be on? Why can't we all at the same time be like, here's the right thing to do? Mm, I just don't know. I think that we we're not nobody's on the same page yet, and I think that's the biggest problem is that we're not really we don't really have. Uh, there seem to be no rules as far as like what is agreed upon is acceptable and what's not acceptable anymore because we sort of value individual freedom to the point where like shit's like, you know, they're going to be like, Hey, you know, it's all because of his past that he's a pedophile. And it's like, yeah, okay, Okay, great. But wait, do most people really believe that? Do most people really believe that because of his storied past, you know, it's acceptable that he's a pedophile or do most people say, well, I see that you had a fucked up childhood, but so did I and so did my best friend and so did his friend. And I know someone with a more fucked up childhood and they didn't turn out to be a pedophile. So fuck you. It, or is that the re- reality? I don't know. Of the I think I think it might be a little bit of both is what I'm saying. And I don't really know how to. Uh, like, how do you get dumb people on your side in that scenario? How do you define a dumb person? Somebody with like an IQ of 70. Do you know how they test IQ? Can I, I give no you a story? Idea. Can I give you a Tell story? Tell me all about it. Can I give you a story that outlines the issue with IQ testing? I'm just using that as an example. Like if I, I, if I, I were I to know, judge, it's a, it's a good example. And I'm, I'm, I think my example. So here's here's the story: is they uh, some fucking Western researchers took IQ tests to I want to say New Guinea, which is in Africa, and they went to some tribal village. You know, it, it. You know, I don't know if it was New Guinea, but it was some tribal village, and the test was they gave a bunch of tools, like metal tools, maybe stick tools, whatever, and then they gave a bunch of fruit. And they basically said, like, put these into categories, okay? So the correct answer, quote-unquote, according to the Westerners, was to group all the tools together and all the fruit together. And that makes sense, correct? Like, that makes sense. All right, tools, fruits, I see the division. But the way that the New Guinea people grouped them was they grouped one tool with one fruit. 
and the tool that they chose for the fruit was the best tool to like open that fruit or peel it or prepare it in some kind of way. So mm. you tell me, what's the smarter way? What, what who's smarter? The people who are saying like, no, put all the tools together because you know I always like to have a pocket full of tools. Or is it the people who are saying like, well, I have some fruit and I have some tools. I'd rather have one tool and one fruit because then I can open up the fruit with the tool. You see what I'm saying? So that's your IQ test. And so let's say we have all these people with high IQs who are just making piles of tools and piles of fruit. Who? How does that fucking okay. help? Okay. Well, let me. I, I kind of lost the thread a little bit. I'm, apologies, but I want to go back to the pedophile question Excuse because I think him. that's. I think that's where the root came from. No, I, 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 I. The question was, for me at least, is I'm not okay with. I'm not okay with non not. Well, I guess pedophilia is pretty violent, man. Uh, like, like some of those, depending on what they do, I guess is, it's pretty fucking violent. I think that I don't believe in that eye for an eye shit though. Like, I don't think that the people who beat him up are necessarily good either. Put him in jail for sure. But like, uh, I don't know. Do we have to, we have to stoop down to that level in order to stoop down to what level? Because no one's, no one's fingering his, his child. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that I believe that the, the exact way that they went about it was right. But this isn't eye for an eye. It's not like he, he stabs someone so he gets stabbed. He fucked someone's kid or, like, raped someone, and some people saw him on the street and beat the fuck out of him because he did something wrong. I, you know, I, I can't really... Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a peaceful person, man. I really like peace and all that kind of shit, but I can't really find fault with the people who beat the fuck out of this guy. I just can't. I've spent years thinking about it, too. I just can't... Still to this day, like, I want to say, oh, we should just, like, let the cops, like, take them in and, like, fucking let the system take. But I think the people on the street are a part of this system in a, yeah. in a loose sense. And they did, they fucking did justice, man. They fucking did justice. Damn, dude. Dude was a creep. Yeah. And I think going back to our democracy oh, uh, Petey. conversation. Petey got his ass beat. Oh, Petey. <laughs> He's always getting his ass beat. <laughs> Just a mob I, of people beating the fuck dude, out I of this dude. To take it back to the democracy question about will democracy work and what would that look like, I think democracy might look like people beating the fuck out of someone when they rape somebody or, or finger a child or some shit. I think yeah. it might look like that. The community might come and beat the dude into a coma and then wait till he wakes up and, and either exile him or say, you know, if you ever do this shit again, uh, it, it'll be worse. You know, I, I just I think that um, it's a necessary component of the system that if the group decides that some dude needs to get his fucking shit lit up, then you just light his shit up. <laughs> you know, you just light, light his, his ass up. up. <laughs> I really like this character, man. Just he's just a Looney Tune, but he's always trying to fuck kids. <laughs> oh, Tweety Bird. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know that's all, folks. <laughs> this has been conversations for our grandkids. Oh, my my man loves to end these episodes super early. I'm sorry, man. It has to be done. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll somebody's got it. This is a democracy. Uh, Twitter and my votes count th for three votes for every one of you. <laughs> We're at um, at convo for grandkids. That's C O N V O four, the number four grandkids. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. Leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a re review on Stitcher. Go send us some artwork, man. Send us some artwork. Most importantly, we're really trying to get that shit shaped up. Seamus sent me some bullshit earlier tonight where I was like, "Nah, dog, we're not using that as our artwork." So <laughs> we're gonna keep the uh, we're gonna keep the submission open. 
open. Um, so if you have some artwork, it doesn't even fucking matter what it is. Just send it to us. We'll judge whether we want to use it or not and let you know, honestly. Um, CandyMunchers.com is the best place to find all of our shit and portals to all of our other shit. Guys, I'm and, thinking uh, maybe a, a really, really violent picture of Petey the pedophile getting his face bashed in, but it just says conversations for our grandkids. Like, yeah, no context. No, for sure. That's how I want our podcast to be represented, <laughs> by, by a pedophile being violent or <laughs> violence being done to him. That's what I want my logo to be. So if anybody has a, um, a quick drawing of Petey the pedophile doing violence or violence being done to him, send that along. CandyMunches.com, um, Convo for Grandkids at Twitter. Um, anything you want. I'm, I'm at basic <laughs> underscore shrimp. Seamus is Shambles Murphy on Twitter. Yes, I am. Uh, we're trying to grow this podcast. We really like doing it. Today was a fun episode. Uh, Look back at the other episodes. Look at the show notes to see if there's any topics that interest you. Fucking tell a friend. Any any way that you can think to support us, even if it's just leaving a comment on our uh, Facebook page to say, like, hey, I listened to an episode. Um, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Fuck it, I'll take that, you know? I'll, I'll take a 7 out of 10. So if you think yeah. our podcast is worth at least 7 that's out a, of 10. That's an A-plus in New Guinea, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Their IQs aren't too high there, so... <laughs> All right, man. Well, I feel better. Yeah, me too. Peace.